0: Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well,
1: whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. To the Jersey Boys podcast, right here on Chop Sports Media's YouTube channel. of course, wherever you get your podcasts, it is Dave Sturchio. It is nationally known comedian Brett Ernst. And of course, it is the Grinch has returned. America's fan Keith Ernst. Fellas, how we doing? I mean, the Super Bowl just happened. We could touch on that for a minute, but we are officially in we're, we're the same record as everybody else again. So we're back. The Cowboys are back in the in the in the conversation um, about the offseason. The offseason's here already, believe it or not. Brett, your thoughts did you win any scratch on the uh the Super Bowl there, buddy? No, uh, anything.
0: You know, I put a little something on it, but what was more important and I don't want to brag, but I was hanging out with Kenny Gant.
1: Wow, there it is. The
0: show. Yeah, All the
2: pictures.
1: Bro, the the picture you sent us of the of the Super Bowl ring of you wearing it, that was just it, it doesn't get any cooler than that, honestly. Hey,
0: were you wearing it, Brett? Yeah, I put, it put it on. on? Yeah.
1: Oh. It took his finger down like cuz of the I, weight. I did
0: a, I did a bitch move, and I was like, can 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 I put your ring on?
1: <laughs> it's not a bitch move. I mean, all right, well, maybe. It's like a children's move, but we're growing adults. We got to see. Listen, yeah, when's but- the next time you're going to see a Super Bowl ring, honestly? And that's and, the question we keep asking the Cowboys. Of, yeah.
0: <laughs> and on top of that, I, I missed uh, uh, a great – because, I you know, I, I was shooting Cobra Kai this weekend. Yeah. And um, I, I left town for the Super Bowl, which was kind of a good thing because I heard it was crazy here. But I missed uh, – opportunity to meet ed jones and too tall and um to all those people who don't know who that is <laughs> if they're in their 20s <laughs> what
1: do you mean he's too tall i don't know what is he just he's a tall man it's like, <laughs> I didn't need him. oh yeah. no i'm just saying that's no. what people would say oh by the way also not in the uh the ring of honor but that's another discussion for hey, another that's day a, that,
0: that's a disgrace and then also um michael irvin i i, I was supposed to go to uh a, a party a private party and and it was thrown by Michael Irvin and um Floyd Mayweather.
1: Yeah, but you might have you might have dodged the bullet by not going to that one just, you know, for the sole purpose of like our kind of people that we don't make it out of situations like this without something bad happening. <laughs> so it's so Michael Irvin for Christ's sakes. I'm sure I'm surprised there hasn't been an article already about it.
0: Nah, it was it was pretty tame. Mm-hmm. You know? Well um it, I, it, it didn't make anything up. I um I actually, uh, I
2: I hung out with my neighbor who played Division three football, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we watched a football game. Pretty boring over here.
0: My my buddy Chris pictures would admit it was like uh, it was so annoying that I. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't here because I was working, but I mean, God, everybody was here this weekend. I mean, I heard it was just everybody was here. Ray Lewis was here. Everybody was here.
1: Yeah, from what I from what I gather. Vegas had such a good turnout that we might see Super Bowl in Vegas like once every four years or something like that. We're hearing like a room, so. rumors of that because of just – and look, it, it became the most watched program ever uh, when it comes to anything. So that's a big – I mean, obviously, every Super Bowl gets bigger and bigger. But this one, there was a lot of meaning behind it. There was a lot of uh, hoopla as far as the, the whole Travis Kelsey, Travis uh, Taylor Swift crap, and then, you know, you had – Brock Purdy to the Super Bowl with his guys. Could he manage a game better than what they call him a game manager? Was he a game executive? You know, we can kind of dive into he the Super good, Bowl. Man. He did look he okay. Great. I tell okay. you what, though, he great. no. But I'm saying, like, the the biggest things for me is like the the players that had a little bit of the yips. You know, early on we had Pacheco, who not notorious knownly, uh for fumbling, and then CMC, the best running back in football. He put the ball on the carpet, so it was like it was very alarming to see that. But against once these guys settled in, everything was kind of kind of hunky do it was fine you know like the, the game itself played out very well uh, i want to ask you this and you guys got to be honest keith i'll ask you first keith did you know the new overtime rules going into the playoffs or the super bowl rather did you know the new rules of the fact that the whoever wins the toss could have went down there and scored a touchdown and the game still goes did you know this
2: uh, did i know it yes did I remember it when it was happening? No, I didn't remember when it was happening. But I know it. I remember they changed it. I remember
1: they changed it too, but like you you forget about it because first, it's like it's it didn't the first happen.
2: Time it never fucking happened in 3 years. Right? It's not like we got it's not like we have to stay on top of that. <laughs> right? We're fucking fans,
1: you know? But, but I'm but imagine imagine having a a touchdown scored on the opening drive in overtime as a fan in the crowd and you're not aware and you think you just won I the Super Bowl. God, oh my god. Good. Like that would have been tragedy. Uh, for anybody yeah. that was involved in that one. But in oh, any event. Yeah, but
2: if the Niners, no, if that was the Niners and they all started like, remember, <laughs> imagine they dumped the Gatorade and do everything and they're like, no, dude,
1: there's one more uh, Yeah, Pat, Patty gets to go back on the field and, and rip your hearts out real quick. So hold on. Yeah. Uh, and well, this uh isn't
2: done yet, buddy.
1: Yeah, dude. And it was kind of the writing was on the wall, I think, a little bit towards the end of that game. I was texting my my good friend Greg, who is a 49ers fan, who How was watching you? the game, and I'm trying to sit to I yeah. said, I said, buddy I said, I'm sorry, but if Mahomes gets this ball back, he's not going to suck the entire game. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm not saying he sucked, but, like, he wasn't playing Superman ball. But, like, eventually you knew how many chances these guys were getting that it was going to happen. It was inevitable that that Mahomes would get this last chance, Brett.
2: Well, no, he was I'm playing Superman ball. Hmm. What do you fucking? What do you mean faces? When he has to fucking win, the guy wins. That's Rich. Superman.
1: There he is. That's the, what
2: he does. No, I understand
1: that. No, but it wasn't happening all game, is no what I'm saying.
2: Both of you discounted the fucking Chiefs coming into. Not you. Uh, I know Brett did. You you said the Chiefs would beat the Dolphins. I know, but I'm just saying though. No, no one believed in the Chiefs at all. Everyone just threw them out the fucking window because they think that, you know, oh they're they, you know they didn't play that good this uh, in the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, even at the end, whatever. There's this is what champions do. They do what fucking champions do. And why everyone, I don't know how in the hell Cowboy fans were rooting for the fucking 49ers. And I knew fans that were doing it because I don't like Mahomes. You guys know I don't fucking like Mahomes, But that's no reason to, to root for the 49ers. That's some bitch fucking shit right there. It really is. Niner fans are fucking punks, bro. I feel attacked. They're the worst kind of fans you can even imagine. (laughs) Dude, there's a chant that went out, uh, fuck the Cowboys or whatever it was, in the middle of the media frenzy. All the 49er fans were doing that. For for nothing, we're always on their mind. We haven't done shit in 30 fucking years, and we're always on their mind. That's how much they hate
0: us, and I hate them too now, so it doesn't matter. Rent-free
1: is what the kids say. Rent-free. But, uh, Brett, so, again...
0: There was a meme going around too. We're always in people's heads. There was a meme going around with Tom Brady's kids holding the Super Bowl, and said Tom Brady's kids have won, have uh, held more Super Bowl trophies than Dallas has. Well, guess what? Niners haven't won since before us. Do what does that mean?
1: Is there any is there any merit to getting there three times since then?
0: Um, I mean, look, it's still second place. Whether you're fourth place, second place, there's only one champion every year. Agreed. And that's what matters. Now, look, I, I, to me, I would rather not make the Super Bowl than lose it. That's just me personally.
1: I, for my mentality, my sanity, I, I agree with you.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. That that would just, I mean, to me, to get so close, to get that close and not hold that, that, would, real, that real. would hurt more than not make it. I'm just saying, for me personally, as an I accomplishment, know. yeah, of course. But you You think about it. But think
2: about it. You get the Cowboys all season. It's like when they're out. It's like something's taking out it out of me when they're out of the season. Like I really don't give a fuck about the next week now. It's like I I like like being relevant to the end. If we're in the last fucking game and it ends, I'm going to be the best.
0: Whether it's in week 17 or it's in the Super Bowl, it's going to hit me the thing. I I get what you're saying. I'm talking about the heartbreak. Like if if that if we were the Niners. As a Cowboys fan, it would have been devastating. <laughs> I don't I,
1: I truly don't know if I was I would be able to get scraped off the, the earth. I, I don't know, man. Like and that's those are the things I think about all the time. I say that like, you know, I, I got to my old man's house at like, I don't know, one in the afternoon, knowing the game wasn't gonna start for like five and a half fucking hours. And I said, Oh my God, like I don't know if anybody can watch five and a half hours of of, of pregame, but if it was the cowboys i'm locked in at 8 a.m watching every single fucking interview leading up now to the I, thing
0: imagine being in the super bowl like imagine being the cowboy we're, we're in the super bowl because we have to imagine and uh <laughs> you have to play cut, play fake they're cutting to taylor swift and fucking everybody's
1: chair oh, dude
0: and every two seconds there's a break a media break you know what i mean and and you're you're, you're losing imagine if we were uh the cheat like remember when they called that uh defensive holding that gave them the ball another another third four and counts, 14 or running. whatever yeah i just kept putting myself as a fan as a cowboys fan going oh my god i don't know what i would have done and then the people that were in because i was watching it in a bar in atlanta the, the the cheering When it doesn't go your way I, See that's why I'd have to be home oh, In that, a private place
1: Do you think you can enjoy Like that's the thing Like I'm looking at this now Like I, for for obviously I'm not a Chiefs or a 49ers fan, but like I'm watching the Super Bowl, and then every time they cut the commercial, I'm like, "Ooh, can't wait to see another commercial." You know, I like, can't wait to see if they're funny. Like, I don't know if I would be able to fucking enjoy. Like, I would tell everybody in my family, no Super Bowl boxes, none of that shit. We're not rooting for fucking scores. Dude, like, we're good.
2: What the fuck is wrong with both of you? You <laughs> sound like two little fucking bitches,
0: bro. Just watch the game. Have fun. Who gives a fuck? Bro, I can't watch a regular season game with the Cowboys without fucking wanting to yeah. fucking kill yeah, my me. I mean, When it's
2: over, then you fucking complain. I, you know, I can't. I'll lose. Uh, a few days later, yeah, I'm no, a bitch. relax, Grinch. Relax.
0: Relax. Gotta,
2: what's the Grinch. I'm you. Oh, I got to be in a little a room, locked in a fucking panic room. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'm standing on it. I'm I can't hear other people standing on cheer. It.
1: My dad my dad said annoyed. he had to, as a kid, my dad had to go lock himself in a room to watch the Cowboys games. He couldn't be around people.
0: Bro, I I, I was even getting frustrated because by the way, you know who loves the new overtime rules is anybody who took the over. <laughs>
1: no, I well, there was also controversy with that considering they didn't have to kick the extra point and somebody had at 47 and a half and it landed on forty-seven. Yeah, so well, I, was
0: gonna, I, te- I teased I was it say. down to forty-one damn oh, yeah i thought it hit perfect didn't it hit perfect no oh, it, it became 41 when uh they kicked the field goal and then when well, you know when the Chiefs scored then you know you hit the over
1: yeah but i i saw a couple bad, bad beats where people had it at 47 and a half and it went to 47 oh, yeah. And because when you score that game when he touchdown the, the extra point is not required so that's it game over
2: i'll tell you where i'm a little bitch though <laughs> in the game yeah is i i i texted uh my my buddies, and I told them, Hey, can you just text me when they kick the ball off? Because I can't stand all the fucking virtue signal, all the shit that goes on before it. Just start the fucking game. <laughs> so I literally waited. I, I missed a little bit of the game. My they, I was like, Yo, did it start? They're like, Yeah. I'm like, Okay. And then I turned it on.
1: Yeah. You got fucking like, hey, America no. the Beautiful. You got 17 national anthems. You got
2: <laughs> all, over fucking cele- all the celebrities. They're like, They give a fuck about any. It's just, ugh, I just can't.
1: Well, so. The good thing is the good news is uh,
0: it was a great game, though. I thought it came and down I, I to the like, wire, man. Like what, what like other games the go to the fucking overtime? Was, uh, everybody was like the first half was was slow. I loved it. I loved the first half. Kept it close. Uh, you know, it was a defensive game. You know what I mean? I, I like the first I like the first half was like a great defensive game. Second half, the offense has stepped it up, went to overtime. I thought it was great.
1: Well, you know, it's it's good that you said defensive. And, and as we segue into the biggest news for the Dallas Cowboys right now is we were going to record a couple of weeks ago and we didn't have a defensive coordinator yet. We didn't know what the hell was going to happen because we saw Dan Quinn take the job over in Washington, which, again, I think it was time for him to just kind of do his thing. I mean, he, there, there's been years now where he's denied himself a head coaching job to stick around and try to finish this shit and this, that. And, and look, eventually he's just like, all right, defense got worked against the Packers, and I'm everybody, anybody who said that they were tired and shit like that, that's just a bad, bad look. And and a lot of people have deflected that. Um, CeeDee Lamb has gone against it, and he said, no offense to the law, but, you know, we got to be ready for that kind of shit. Like, that's not, you know, there's Everything, a
0: lot. Of... Every team is in the same situation. Exactly,
1: exactly. So at the end of the day, you're tired, you're beat up, it's the end of the season, we get it. But don't don't openly say, like, why'd you lose? Like, oh, well, maybe we were gassed. Like, no, everybody's gassed. It's the fucking end of the season. It's January. February, you know, like whatever. But anyway, the big news is Dan Quinn moves on. They um, he brings they bring over Joe Witt Jr. over there. Um, they denied Al Harris over there. Al Harris has been reported today, according to Patrick Walker, he's reported to work. And I know it's like, uh, what does that mean? It means he wasn't packing his bag and leaving. He was going to his office, so he's not. It doesn't look like Al Harris is going anywhere. And the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, as a matter of fact, as we record this, are holding a press conference for our new defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer, our new/slash old defensive coordinator. Now, your knee-jerk reactions to the signing uh, or the hiring, rather, um, of Mike Zimmer. I know one thing. I could just quote Darren Woodson, who, by the way, was uh, once again snubbed from the Hall of Fame. Um, I digress with that one. I'll talk about that one another day. But what I will say is that he said that Mike Zimmer is not going to be your friend. He's not going to be Dan Quinn, like, just rah-rah in the booth the entire time because he's excited somebody made a play. Mike Zimmer is going to, I can't say legitimize the defense because we just don't know because we don't even know the personnel. But style, I'll break down some stats. In 2003, as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, he led up the fewest yards in the NFL. The NFL, the entire league, fewest yards. He was fourth. Um, in his second season, fourth team overall defense, he was 10th in 2001. He had a top five defense three times as a member of the Minnesota Vikings as their head coach, their defense was top five. And then the Bengals had a top seven unit four of his six years. So Keith, we'll start with you. How are you feeling about Mike Zimmer coming back to Dallas and kind of instilling a different, I guess you could say a different mindset.
2: Uh, I mean, I love it. I mean, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go with an with an older fella, uh, why not go with one that's worked, um, you know, in the past? And that's the thing. People are like, "Oh, Minnesota, he didn't do anything." Actually, he did. I mean, he had he didn't have you know, uh, I believe he didn't have Kirk Cousins the whole time. No, he was there. No, did he? Mm-mm. No. I mean, and he was still you know making you know making the playoffs basically because of his defense. So, um, you know, and there, and there are. You know, we all know how defensive coordinators like Wade Phillips, you know, he's a, he was a great, um, defensive coordinator, but not really the best head coach, but I don't think Zimmer was a bad head coach. Tell you the truth. He always had him competitive. He always had him in the games. It's not like he was getting blown out. You know what I mean? mean, So, no, I, I think I, I like his experience and he, he seems really, it seems that he really wanted this job. So. And that's, that's cool too. So I'm completely, I'm, 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 I feel awesome. I, I like,
1: I like it. Brett, did you hear any of this, uh, extracurricular stuff with, with, uh, Rex Ryan, uh, with, with like him saying like the job wasn't Zimmer's yet. It was Super Bowl day. And he was making this stink about, it. he's like, ah, oh, no, none of this, like Schefter went out there. He's like, Shorts have said they've hired Mike Zimmer. And Rex was like, no, they didn't. Like, Almost like Rex.
2: Right, though. Rex he still right. he
1: was right. Rex still was in the running. And they
2: were considering him, though. No, the Cowboys actually. I know, him.
1: I know. So, so, Brett, do you think Mike Zimmer's the right hire, or would you like a little bit more of a bully I, bully approach and get Rex Ryan?
0: In these type of situations, I defer to whatever Keith feels. I'll ask him. <laughs> I'm like, how do you feel? And he's like, I-, I love it. Then I love it. I'm not, uh, you know, I, also, I definitely bro. don't want another Ryan, though. There All you right, go. Bro.
2: Not even that. I was going to say that. Why we? You don't understand. Buddy Ryan is probably the biggest nemesis in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, and his one fucking son came through and gave us probably one of the worst defenses <laughs> in the NFL <laughs> on purpose. Mike Nolan, yeah, they're two of the worst. And then you know, and to get his brother, who I do like better, and I think he is a better defensive coordinator. And uh, but, anyways. So, yeah, no, I would not. That's the main reason I wouldn't want Rex Ryan is just because of the name.
1: And it just the seems to. Go ahead.
0: The only question I have about is, is it. Well, I guess Zimmer did it with Minnesota, but I was going to say it do is an antiquated. Because he's not that old, but, you know, to have a defensive coordinator in there now with these new types of all. But he, he dealt with it in Minnesota. So, whatever.
1: He's not old. You Bad see his girlfriend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, bad question. I mean, that was a bad question. I think also, he can adapt. And also, you got,
2: uh, what's his name? Spags. For fucking... Um, he just signed an uh, extension today. The Chiefs. I mean, they're around the same age. Same yeah. yeah. Defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, who turned that defense around tremendously. So...
1: You know? I mean the 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 Chiefs' defense is the reason why they were there. To be honest, I understand Mahomes is Mahomes and Kelsey is probably the best one to do well, his thing. But it's so. like, but Spags absolutely coached his ass off over there this no, I year. I agree with that. Yeah, I could
2: agree with that for sure.
1: Um, but yeah, so look, the, the Mike Zimmer era is is literally starting as we speak. I'll probably catch up on the the, the uh, press conference later on just to see. Look, I don't want to see a rah rah thing. You know, I don't want to see like, oh, we're gonna be fucking, we're gonna be biting kneecaps. You know, I don't want to see a Campbell situation. I, I want to see. I want to see what he's going to do with a lot of these issues that we had on defense headed down the stretch where we played Buffalo, played Miami, went into the playoffs, got ran over by the Green Bay Packers in the fucking wild card game, which again, it still rubs me the wrong way considering how good the Cowboys looked at times and then how bad they looked at times. So now I'm looking at this defense, and when you look at the issues at hand, it was the run defense, again, right? This was a thing where, ah, oh, well, we're drafting Mozzie Smith, and oh, by the way, did you hear about the fact that they haven't drafted a defensive tackle in the first round since Russell Maryland, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Mozzie, and, and as guys like Jesse Holly would say, uh, you know, you know, it's grown man strength, and he's still a kid, you're know, right? So eventually, maybe Mozzie will come into his form. But it was the Dan Quinn idea that we can turn these safeties into linebackers. Everybody was undersized. Now, Keith, do you think that this is 1,000% the first thing that he addresses? Because as it stands right now, your linebackers are led by Marquise Bell and Damone Clark, guys that are just not linebackers. They're not.
2: I, I don't know how many fucking times, even during the wins, where I came on here and said I watched the condensed version and brought up the linebackers. Over and over and over again last season. Yeah. Um. And even and, and I'm surprised that it wasn't exposed even more. I mean, I would say it was exposed obviously during the the Packer game, but against the Bills, it was exposed as well. Fucking James Cook was, or yeah, James yeah. Cook. I was always, always think James Connor, James Cook, fucking just destroyed us, ran all over us. Greg Beldus from the la- from the Buffalo games in the '80s, but. <laughs> Um That being said, yeah, he ain't having that. He's not. I mean, you know, he he's get the, that those small linebackers are out. He's gonna have. We're gonna. Uh, that's what we need, and that's what that's what we lack this whole fucking season.
1: Okay. Well, so, I'm gonna. Um,
0: I, I look Go getting ahead. back to the undersized linebackers. Mm-hmm. They're good to have, especially in today's game with the spread offenses. You need a hybrid player, but we do need a big body in the middle, and um, you know, we don't have that. <clears throat> so. You know your outsides is still good, but you do. We gotta have a traditional, big-bodied, you know, plug in the hole, standing up the uh, the lineman. At, you know, a guy that could just uh, uh, stand up the lineman uh, on the line of scrimmage type middle linebacker. Well,
1: there's we somebody. Well, there's somebody right now who's six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds, Damarion Overshawn. So like he will be coming back from for, from injury. He's a big boy. I don't know if he can. I I don't know. Pounds? He's two hundred. He's listed as two hundred and twenty pounds.
2: That's not it, but that's not that heavy for a linebacker.
1: Well, it's I'm not, seeing. I'm seeing the best linebacker in college right now. Six foot two thirty. So you're talking about ten pounds.
0: Well, I it's it, but it's 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 how they play, right? It is, well, how, over, they it well, is how they play. Overshown. Overshown to me is more of an outside linebacker. Like I said, he's he's a mini. Uh, uh, I'm me. <laughs>
1: but well, like all right, so yeah so he's, he's
0: a different version of that, but we need somebody in the middle, a big, big whole stuffer, yeah. you know, like it's like, you
1: know, mom just I was waiting for that. <laughs> But
0: you know, it's so uh, long overdue. But go ahead, sorry. Fred, uh, that, like that
2: Fred Warner guy is just—he's fucking like somebody like that, man. Oh, if you have one defensive linebacker like that, did you see him just flying? He we had, is we didn't have that at all this season from our linebacker position. He is incredible. Do, he's, he's the best in the league.
1: Fred Warner's definitely up there with one of the best middle linebackers in football, I mean, and who, he, he just—he just commands attention. You know, like well, that. You have better? to.
0: Who, who's the better? Who's a better middle linebacker?
2: right now that's available no what about what's his name and also the guy that that was on the bears and went to uh to the uh ravens that linebacker they traded for him
1: oh um yep i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) about? yes i'm dropping the name right now That
2: motherfucker right there's another one i'm trying to find that one little piece
1: so here so I, i i i looked it up and again we have to discuss a lot of these other things that will enable us to do it so Clearly the Dak Prescott contract has to happen. They have to extend them in order for us to have any money. Zach Martin is making a shit ton of money on the right now. And D law is making a shit ton of money. So those are my three candidates for a restructure in order for us to even open up and find uh, the bank account just to get somebody. There's four guys on my list that could potentially fill the hole. And and that's, that's literally like fill the gap that we need and fill the gap in, in, in schematically. Um, and let me let me know if you any of these guys interest you right now in free agency. Tampa Bay's Devin White. He's 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 out there, he's going to be a free agent this year. I don't know the market right now for for free agent linebackers. I can assume that it's not going to be, you know, underpaid. You know, I'm assuming the the Cowboys are going to have to open up their piggy banks for this. But can I interest you in Devin White? Again, Tampa Bay's defense, not too bad. Um they held it down. They held Philadelphia to pretty much nothing. Um Brett, thoughts Devin White?
0: First of all, to be honest with you, I, I haven't assessed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't watch them enough to know. I would say, if we get it, it, the price is going to matter. We just need a decent, uh, person of uh, a decent linebacker in in the mid. That see the problem with us, and we do this every year, is we want to have the best, like fill every position. Yeah, you're playing you fantasy Kansas really. City, Kansas City doesn't have. Every position is phenomenal. You know what I mean? They figured out how to win. I mean, because when you're even looking at, San Francisco had fucking the best weapons on offense, and they stopped them. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, you're right. Um, but I think I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him, man. I didn't watch Tampa's defense that much. Keith, do I, you know? Yes, I know Devin White, and yeah, I would like to have somebody like
1: that. So there's three more, and I, there's actually one guy that kind of jumps off no, the charts of me. I
2: don't know him. I'm saying I don't know enough about him.
1: Well, well, he's. No, no, no. He, when
2: I say I know, I'm not. I'm not putting you down. I'm just saying, like I've seen, it. I've watched him play.
1: Well, there's one guy on this list right now that's a free agent that I again, I don't know if they can afford to because they have two guys that are free agents over there in Seattle, um, Bobby Wagner being one of them. Again, I know, I know. I know this is the conversation that keeps. It's like a rotational where we talk about Bobby Wagner. It was like, it was like how many times we used to talk about. Uh, What's the other Seattle? Earl Thomas, right? Their Earl Thomas conversation yeah. was like fucking every year. It was like, we can get Earl. And then it's like eventually he just fizzled out and doesn't even play in the league anymore, right? So like Bobby Wagner, he's a leader, right? Like I don't know if he's physically the best no, gifted guy.
2: I'm cutting you off right there. No, I don't want him.
1: Fine, fine. But and I'll tell you Devin
2: who. Devin White's tw- what? And he's he's, you he's you know, 25, 26. He's this young. would be
1: his first contract, yeah. Um, yeah there's also nah, Devin Bobby Bush. Wagner. Devin Bush from Seattle. I don't know about that. But I will say there's one guy and this is the guy that I would I would crack the piggy bank open for right now. Is Patrick Queen out of Baltimore. That dude is young, fast, physical, I would love nothing more than to have Patrick Queen on this defense and I think he'd be a Mike Zimmer like gold mine like just a, a real big find in this because again, or you can go to the draft, right? Like we can go young again and 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 figure it out and this is going to make all of us feel old. Do you know who the top rated middle linebacker is in college football right now coming out. His name, his okay. name is Jeremiah Trotter Jr. <laughs> so oh, wow. Jeremiah Trotter's kid is now the top ranked inside linebacker. He's six foot two thirty. He's a big boy as well. Yeah. Um again, they got to address it somewhere. Cause middle linebacker Listen, it, I, it's it has to be done. It Has I, to be.
0: I I think we dra- we 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 draft linebackers and, and linemen. And, and you know we got to see what we could find in the draft if we could pick up somebody at a decent price now you're looking at uh Zach martin right he's getting older mm-hmm. uh if they're not i mean I, I can't imagine them not trying to restructure at least to to free up something you know what i mean but if if we can't if we can't draft a, a decent middle linebacker and work with them um i mean yeah then but the- What do we do? I mean, we we spend money on on a free agent to try. You you understand what I mean?
2: Mm. No, I do understand what you mean. But, you know, you want, we need something now. So this is. We can't wait for someone to develop.
1: This is where I'm at with you, with that, Keith. Because Jerry Jones, you know, he likes to hear himself talk. And then there's Stephen Jones who kind of likes to jump around the, I guess, the financial Olympics where he's just trying to finagle how we can get under the cap and all this other shit, right? Here's my thing. Jerry Jones said it. We all heard it. We're going all in. What does that entail? I'll tell you what that entails. I think they should take every single, uh, not every single one, it's hypothetically, hyperbole, all the draft picks, trade them, get me some established players in this league right now. You cannot go all in by rebuilding through the draft again. We can't do that shit again. We need guys, if they're a piece away, go get that piece who already yeah, is I on know. his way out of a specific team, maybe last year of his contract type deal.
2: Uh, okay. I kind of like that, but I-, I wouldn't say we're one piece away.
1: I'm not saying that either, but I'm saying like. Uh,
2: I think there's, and I-, I do think, you know, there might be more suspect people on our defense than just Damone Clark playing linebacker.
1: I agree. Uh, Defensive tackles, but, same yeah, shit.
2: Um, I-, I would say also that, uh, you know, we just talked about Fred Fred Warner. You know, he was drafted fucking six years ago, and we're talking about him now and last year. So that's what I mean. Sometimes these linebackers, they take a while. Should we draft? And he was a third or fourth round pick. So yeah, we could find somebody in the draft. I'm not saying that, but we, if we want to win now, right now, we need a Devin White or a Queen. I'm, I'm for that. I'm completely for that.
1: I think, I think that. you have to be only for the sole purpose of like, look at the windows of some of these teams. They're closing rapidly. The Cowboys' window is closing rapidly considering the fact that one day Dak ain't going to be the guy. Another day, you're going to have to pay CeeDee Lamb. Then you're going to have to go pay Micah. Then you're going to have to go pay. And all of a sudden, it just gets a com- uh, just a fucking clusterfuck it, of people well, that we don't it, even the want.
2: Window, the window really isn't people getting older, older. The window is us having to pay these fucking contracts. Right. And the that's Cowboys the have now window. been
1: been now infamous for kicking the yeah. can down the road. You know, like, oh, we'll just restructure. We'll we'll figure that out later. We'll just extend them here. We'll extend them there. We'll talk about this now. Now you have Dak Prescott, ready? And I wrote this down. Next year, Dak Prescott's cap number, we all know it's $60 million, but it also represents 23% of the entire salary cap for the Cowboys. A quarter of the salary cap is going to your quarterback. That cannot be. You can't do that. And especially if he's not going to show up when it really, really matters. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he played a bad game. I'm not saying that. But what I will like I will say is that if you want to build this team, you got to go back to Brett's theory of, of Tom Brady and, and give me pieces. Give me something that you can work around. Because right now, the shit ain't working. The shit is not working the way they've been doing it. And I'm not saying they don't have high quality players because they do. And I consider Dak Prescott a top five quarterback in the league. And if you disagree, go check the fucking stats. Right? I'm no, not but- just saying that.
2: But Emmett, I mean, you—you, I, I sent you the 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 interview and in the article. I don't think you guys read it. Which one? We do have a talented uh, roster, but what Emmett and Michael Irvin said was exactly right.
1: Emmett's tired of it.
2: No, no, it's the will, yeah. But it's the it's it's their will. There's he's like they they don't have it. They don't. It's like the desire, the fucking the 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 step up in your face. What I was talking about when you guys were saying, oh, it should be the coach, and I'm like, no, we need the fucking players, players that are that really fucking get in someone's face and, and care. And they, they want to fucking win this goddamn game and not think, oh, you know what? I'm tired. I'm, you know, you know, this is good. Let's just wrap this up for the fucking game. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just, it looks like they gave up. It really did. It looked, and I'm, I'm serious. It really looked that way in that
1: game. I mean, just look at the score. And like, you can't yeah. just, you can't just look at it. Like in the second half, I'm like, wow, Dallas is con- like, they woke up like, nah, man. It's just like the Packers let off.
2: They did, but I will say, go ahead, bro, because I don't I don't want to leave this topic before I
0: start going on
2: something else. Go ahead.
0: No, it's, it starts from the top. It starts from the coaching. And, um, you know, Kenny Gant was telling me about when Jimmy Johnson was there. Um, now, by the way, you got to remember, that team became that team. But a lot of those players on that team were not first-round picks. They were not, you know, on paper, they weren't amazing athletes. Okay, you, you you developed a squad and a defense. And if you remember, we had the number one defense and not one player made the Pro Bowl.
1: Yeah. When the That's, pro when the, the Pro Bowl you. was actually something. <laughs> right.
0: But I'm saying, think about yeah. that. You have the number one defense in the NFL, right? Not one Pro Bowler. We had the number one quarterback, number one running back, one, two, and four receivers at that time because they played as a unit and they were disciplined. Now, the question is. Can you do that now, right? Are, are you able to discipline the players like you did back then? Because, you know, like Kenny said, I mean, you were afraid of getting cut. Jimmy did not fuck around. And guess who else was like that?
1: Bill, Bill Parcell- Belichick. And Bill Parcells, too.
0: But but I meant, we're, we're talking about Belichick has had success in modern football. I don't know what kind of coach Andy Reid is. To me, I, you know, that's it's amazing that this guy's won, what, three Super Bowls? You never, you don't, you never hear of his personality. We don't know. I, I really don't know. Is he a, is he a, uh, a player's coach? Is he a, uh, you know, a disciplinarian? You well, really don't huh. know. Cause he doesn't really talk that
1: much. No, nah, you, you do see it in, in the, in the wins and, and those things. Like when you see him getting all riled up and do the, how about those Chiefs, Right. He does all this yeah, shit.
0: I, he, then he, I saw he, Kelsey, but then I saw Kelsey yelling at him.
1: It's like, he almost knocked he him knocked the fuck over. over. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are we
2: doing? But, you look at uh uh the, the I've seen I remember when he played the when he was going against the Cowboys he used to fucking do shit on the sideline too when they would beat our ass and he used to annoy me getting the crowd and st- that kind of shit Fucker.
0: It starts from the top, right? It starts from the top. It and, does. And um and you know you you see what happens when you when when um when 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 the coach is that way then more players step up the the problem is in any leadership structure, whether it's a corporation or anything. If there's no top, the second tier, they start vying for for position, right? Like I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to be the leader because nobody really sits around and votes who's going to be the leader. Well,
1: the, right? isn't, that, like, isn't that, that know, what, isn't that what isn't that what a team captain used to be though, Brett? Like team captain, now, the captain you're the
0: guy. Sometimes, Captains sometimes uh, you know was I, I know in college we had a captain on our team that was extremely quiet. It's not that. there's usually like when Jimmy was being Jimmy, Michael and, and Troy, they they could be more vocal because there's there's structure.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if we have that structure. and, and well, I think I, it starts from the top. I disagree. I totally disagree In, okay. in I what,
1: what, saying, in what regard I
2: disagree I disagree with this team. It's the fucking players. That's who it is. It's DeMarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence said the same fucking thing when we lost against the Rams. And uh, fucking Jason Garrett was our coach. When he said, y'all, it would have been nice to have that bye. We would have played a lot better against the Rams in the divisional game. It's the fucking players. It's their mentality. You can have, once again, you can, bro. that's why, if that's, we had Bill Parcells on the team. We never won a fucking playoff game because he didn't have the players. It's a combination of both I would say. Yes. I don't think McCarthy's that bad of a fucking leader or coach like that. The the players are very very happy that he fucking came back, which is a good thing.
1: Now, it but but is it a good thing, Keith?
0: Yeah, it is. No, because of the
1: fact like uh, all right. So, all right. So, let me let me make a comparison here.
0: I just wanted to make a point counterpoint to Keith. I'm not really talking about McCarthy either. It's Jerry Jones, man? And oh, with, that I could with, agree with. With, yeah. with Jerry is the top. Now, he's not just an owner. he's He does everything. He, he puts himself in everything. Because Jerry's that way. You're getting a coach that is a certain way. Then the players fall. It, it, it's trickling down, man.
1: Well, that's what like I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, the players are happy, right? And, like, you see that as soon as McCarthy was brought back, there was a lot of tweets that came out from the players, like, excited, excited. Now, are they excited because they realize that they can coast still and not have somebody up their ass? Because,
2: dude, how do we know he's not We don't. We
1: don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate in that regard.
2: No, that's not why they're happy. These guys want. I mean, I really believe. You know, most teams want to fucking win, and you know they have the talent to get there. It's just when it comes down, and you know somebody wrote something to the fucking the little fucking troll on uh, on uh, DallasCowboys.com who I know he's been there for a while, but he's just an angry, he's angrier than me, angrier than me. Wait, that's wait, Mickey Spagnuolo. Mickey
1: Spagnuolo. I was just going to say. That
2: fucking guy is so <laughs> mean to people and just barks at people. Can't. I used to call their show and he'd yell at me. I'd bring something up he'd just start fucking yelling at me. And I remember one time Nate Newton was on there. He's like, could you, Nate Newton literally went to Mickey Spagnuolo. He's like, could you stop yelling at people that are calling here? Like, like they're paying your fucking check, asshole. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> Somebody wrote this, which I thought was interesting. And he yelled at him, of course. He's <laughs> like, since the 1990s success, this was a, a question. Mm. It doesn't matter who the coach is or who the players are. The team continues to fail in the playoffs. Okay. Is the media attention, is it the media attention that, that the Cowboys get? Is it? Is there too much pressure? And, and, and you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, he's like, can you can, how can this nearly three decade drought be explained? And <clears throat> sorry. Th- does that have something to do like what I'm trying to say is when you are when you're and I know it sounds crazy and that all these players have had had have had have pressure grow, going up, but is there something, is there a, a certain player it takes to be a Dallas Cowboy, to be, to be able to withstand all of that? Nobody's talking about the fucking Bengals. Nobody's talking about, I know the Chiefs are in that limelight now, but now, as because we haven't even won a Super Bowl in 30 years, the media is even more on top of us because we're still the most popular team. Do you think that has something to do with us caving in like we do in the playoffs?
1: 100%. 100%. It's like you almost need to have some kind of inner, like inner. Something like a, just a different tick or a different a different mindset to play with the Cowboys. Everybody says it, man. Aikman doesn't go a broadcast if he's covering the Cowboys. That is, Aikman doesn't go a broadcast without saying like, you know, when you have that star on the helmet, it's all eyes on you. You know what I mean? The Cowboys could be one and fifteen or zero and seventeen, and they'll still be the highest watched game of the week, right? No matter what. That that that's part of being a a Dallas Cowboy. And maybe you're right. Maybe there are people that just aren't built for that kind of spotlight because, look, you see these teams that are just, you know, look, the Chiefs. I understand because of Mahomes and because of Kelsey and all that bullshit that was going on with him, they're very out there, right? But think about the Chiefs before Mahomes got there. Nobody fucking talked about the Chiefs. Yeah. It just takes that one guy to turn your team around, right? Like, look at the, the Jacksonville Jaguars irrelevant until a guy named Trevor Lawrence became their quarterback as the number one overall pick. And now you're like, Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe they could build the round and all this other shit. Right. Okay, cool. There's teams like the Atlanta Falcons, man. Nobody's talking cool. about the fucking Falcons anymore, but they were well, when Michael Vick was the quarterback.
2: A good, yeah, but a good, a good, but
1: a good example of someone who would probably would have fit in good with us.
2: Uh, what that could take that pressure is Joe Burrow. I mean, that guy is cool as fuck
1: shiesty joe Sheisty, bro nothing nothing bothers that
2: guy (laughs) i I didn't read mickey's response his little troll response don't worry about it it's not worth it yeah
0: um, uh, the face of our franchise is our owner all right that's 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 the problem so when 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 you're looking at somebody i mean of course there is no bigger team than the dallas cowboys i mean even earning wise we surpassed manchester united it's the Cowboys, Manchester United, New York Yankees. They we we're we're it. We're we're that of this sport. And what's amazing is we haven't won a Super Bowl in nearly fucking three decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we're still we're still in it. We're still there. Every fucking talk, every meme, because people attack us. And the face of our franchise is our owner. There is no other franchise other than the Raiders with Al Davis back in the day, where the fucking owner. Is our star,
1: bro? He has a weekly radio spot. When that, when the games are over, there's people waiting to talk to Jerry Jones. I know why. You know, like what, what is, what is Jerry going to be able to tell you about the fucking X's and the O's of the game that just happened? He's not. Now,
0: in, in my opinion, it's, and again, it's, it's, it. We're, we're in this dilemma because it's an unsolvable problem. Now, remember, um, when he hired jimmy johnson the reason why jimmy left was because of jerry jones
1: of course they couldn't get along
0: they, when they started together jerry didn't have the ego he i mean he had the ego of being the billionaire he had the ego of owning the team but he didn't have the ego of the spotlight of those of winning super bowls right cuz they didn't know how good the team was going to be
1: they went 1 in 15 in his first year
0: once he started once they Secondary. would show. They would always show them together. I remember when they started talking about Jerry, right? His ego, in my opinion, took over. He has become the franchise. It's him. It's almost like those, uh, you know, where the where the computer morphs to the human and they become they're one and the same.
1: Right.
0: He is the Dallas Cowboys, and that is the lightning rod of it, right? So people, even fans, are sick of it. So you, you find people rooting for them and against them. They I mean for us because they love us and against us because they hate us. And or, a lot or of it's been comedy. It, it's been
1: comedy for fucking 30 years.
0: And and I think that's that's an insolvable problem. I, I we we can't remove ourselves from that. It's too far gone.
1: Well, do you think that and, there's and, any do you think that there's any merit to the whole he's going all in this year? Do you think he's he knows that his time is running out? But what
0: I mean he's been going all in that's not every year.
1: Not, not not true because look if you if you look at the Cowboys throughout free agency, we're not spending he's big dollars. Free
0: agency. We haven't we haven't we right, no, I
2: get you. But look, it's I think it's still possible. He does hinder us. I mean, let's be they do draft well. I mean, I'll tell you, they they draft. He they,
0: no old lineman. Oh, he loves. He knows interior. I mean, you know, and he finds he finds
2: he could find some players, and you know him. I mean, I don't know, and it's not really him. It's Will McClay, right?
1: Which he's they retained.
2: The yeah. So and we who we still have, mm-hmm. but at least you know he's not, you know, overstepping him and saying we don't. I don't know how the process is, but regardless, we draft good players. But I think that that's what I'm trying to figure out is, yeah, I know Jeff, but I think when the players are on the field. I don't. I don't think they're thinking about Jerry Jones. I don't think they're really, you know. I. 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I. I do think we have a shot with this. I do. I think we need that. What I keep saying, we need that fucking. That I know it's hard to get, but you need that Ray Lewis. When I say Ray Lewis, you need that Michael Irvin. You need that one fucking player, man. That's gonna that that is gonna pick the, that that's gonna get, get in someone's face. Keith it's, is that I play, Like I said, is that
1: player on the t- t- Is that is that player on the team right now?
2: think so, man. Maybe Micah in the future. I don't know. But I meant. I think Micah, you know, he's and I think Emmett took a shot at him with the podcast.
1: Absolutely.
2: He's like, you know, all these players, you know, they're, they're more concerned about getting on their podcast and talking instead of going in the goddamn fucking locker room and screaming at people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is a different era, too. But, I, I you know, honestly, the, this and, and that's the thing with Dak. I meant that's what I want to get. I, I still can't believe how people are blaming him for the game. He wasn't even close to the fucking reason Mm -mm. at all. Not even close. And and, You know, yeah. And I'll say it again. The score is 13, seven at, at, at at halftime. Okay. 13, seven. Um, if our defense doesn't allow them to score, actually pretty much, it could have been seven, seven because, or, or when I'm trying, when he threw that interception, there was still 20 yards to go for a touchdown. Mm. The first one, Mm -hmm. 20 yards. And they fucking got it on the second play. Boom, right on our defense. So that could have been a field goal. But once he turned it on, do you know that out of five drives in the, from the, in the second quarter, he put up 24 points Dak, starting at the end of the second quarter for five straight 24 fucking points in five drives? The only problem is the other fucking team scored touchdowns on every single one of their goddamn fucking drives.
1: <laughs> Not wrong.
2: Okay, that, that I don't give a fuck who's your quarterback. It was all on that defense. It and was look, all on the defensive scheme and our linebackers and our linemen. That's who it was on.
1: And look, you're not and you're not getting the and I know that, you know, now I feel like seedings are completely irrelevant, but you don't get the two seed. You don't win the NFC East without Dak Prescott. You just don't, right? And like all these people are like, oh, time to trade him. Time to trade him. Like, yeah, okay. Who are you getting? Let me know. Let me know right now. Who are you getting? Who are you replacing with? Kirk fucking Cousins? What would you like to do at quarterback? Because right now, it's Dak Prescott's team, and that's, that's it going forward.
2: That's it. Well, my point is, if they if – they, sorry, one more thing. If they really thought that Dak Prescott was going to win us that game, I got news for everybody. The final score would have had to have been 60 to 58, yeah. okay? If you thought Dak was going to win us that fucking game, because that's the only way that was going to happen. And and that because and, uh, they date like they took their foot off our fucking throat because mm-hmm. they could have scored way more points if they wanted to. So and no quarterbacks. I don't care. Like I said, I don't care who your fucking quarterback
0: is. But go ahead, bro. Um, getting back to our upper management, right, or whatever's going on. If you, a good example of of how a team just implodes is look what happened to the Eagles, and and they had administrative problems. They had problems in the coaching staff. They had problems with player personnel. You know what I mean? It's divided. It, it, it's that. I, I don't think we have a strong captain steering the ship. And, and again, with, even with defense, um, I mean, we can fill the, we obviously need a middle linebacker. We're not, we're not talking about personnel, but 30 fucking years, this is three decades. Almost. What we're going on 27, 28, 29. 29 years let that sink in i thought we had a drought in the 80s and then we came back in the 90s it's been almost 30 fucking years what's the common denominator is jerry fucking jones
1: you're not wrong and i I wish you were i wish you were wrong i don't know
0: if again and i i you know you talk to people about this you don't know if if this is a solvable problem I don't know how he can reverse or, and he, I don't know what, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he, it's obvious. See, he loves this team so much, right? Like he, he, I, I, it's his passion. It's his, it's his life. It's his legacy. But I don't know if he's removed, if we can remove him from, I think it's too far gone, man. And, and when you look at the coaching decisions sometimes like even the Switzer move, you know what I mean? He didn't win that Super Bowl for us.
2: Yeah. I, I know you. Yeah.
0: I'm saying that is the start of Jerry Jones. That's when it started. It started when he was butting heads with Jimmy Johnson, who put that team in order. He set a precedent, right? The players were fucking in order, everything was in order. And then it fell apart. And it hasn't been the same since.
1: So the Cowboys are out of order,
0: well, <laughs> basically like, like a
1: fucking vending machine.
0: He, but then he
2: hired someone like Bill Parcells, you know, who pretty much built that 2007 divisional playoff team. That yeah, but line.
1: but think about it like this, man. The hire of Bill Parcells was my favorite as, as, as a Cowboy fan. Obviously, Jimmy Johnson was there when I was there because that's just what it was. But when we hired Bill Bill Parcells, I was like, whoa, this is this. I feel like we'll be different, right? And it was. Until it wasn't. And why wasn't it? Because Bill didn't want to deal with the shit anymore, and he left. Why did he leave? Because we got a guy named Terrell Owens on the team that wouldn't shut the fuck up. Bill was like, I'm yeah. fucking done. Like, and then you have you have T.O., you got the the, the the Romo, Jessica Simpson shit. You got just all this nonsense around this team, right? And then he, he literally – he I don't know if you guys remember this, but he used to refer to T.O. as the player. The player. Yeah, because we he didn't want to fucking say his name. So Bill Parcells got – Tired of it real quick. And it just seems but, like know, it just seems like what we've dealt with are a bunch of fucking yes men. Jason Garrett was a clapping yes man who worked under Jerry Jones and said, I'm gonna have fucking money coming in for the next 10 years. No matter what I do, I'm no, I'm I'm not going anywhere. Do know, we have you, that again with fucking McCarthy?
0: You fail to realize too is that Dallas in the 70s was a fucking zoo. All right. You talk about a cast of characters, they made a fucking movie about that team. North Dallas Forty about the drugs and the women and the partying that was going on with the Cowboys, but up top, Landry kept it fucking in line. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We don't. I'm, that when, when we're talking about this, and I think it's important because you know you discuss this and you hear other older players talk about it. it I don't, and I, I'm not being. You- Cynical, I don't know if we're gonna solve this problem with a fucking linebacker.
2: Well, you but see, <laughs> you know it's like I mean? it's almost like going back and, and comparing uh you know quarterbacks now to the quarterbacks in the 70s, right?
0: Um I'm talking about leadership up top. That's I,
2: I know but what you're leadership. saying, but I meant it, it's it's a different era. I meant there's no social media. there's so many things that go into today, there's so many things you were allowed to do then. But you got daughter. fucking Len Dawson smoking fucking cigarettes in, in, <laughs> at halftime.
0: But, but we're not. Ta- I'm not talking about even. There's the not, distract- what I'm
2: saying though, no, But what I'm saying is, you could do things. You there, there's so many little leaks that can distract the team now. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Right, but you we're, you're still looking. You get at- what I'm saying, Search? Yes, from did. the 70s. I got it. Okay, no, no, yeah. no. I'm, I'm saying the person. It's it's still in. It's still in house, right? It's still in house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's still the the type of personalities and people you have to deal with in house, and. You need something to keep it in line. Now, to your point, but that's the shit. Belichick and Brady had to deal with. That's the shit. Kansas City's. I mean, there is not a better example of internet and than what's just what happened with Taylor Swift and the Chiefs and and uh, Mahomes' brother doing dances and then getting kicked out of restaurants and his wife trying to be an influencer. <laughs> they still kept it together. Yeah. They still won three fucking Super Bowls in four yeah. years, five years. What I'm, what I'm saying is, is, and I'm not, because we have to go through it. We have to, we have to see if it works. A linebacker, an interior defensive lineman, and an offensive lineman, getting a new coach again, a new coordinator. It's the same fucking thing for thirty fucking years. Yeah, but all right, then no, I
2: got, I got one for you. Then I meant, and this is the thing: you're saying that it's all this. Look at our divisional playoff against the Packers, right? One that i catch away, not a cat. I mean, I know there was two, three minutes. We go to the Super Bowl that year with Jerry Jones as our owner. Okay, you look at the the uh, divisional playoff against the Giants in 2007. Patrick Creighton doesn't drop a third and sixteen. We're in the NFC Championship against the Green Bay F- team with Brett Favre that had never won in Texas Stadium was a uh, was zero and eleven. So what I'm trying to That's- say is is that. There is a chance. I get what you're saying. Does it hurt us? Of course it hurts us. But it's not like, oh, it's never going to fucking happen.
0: But, but at I mean, the we're, same we're time, gonna
2: get, we're going to get we we could do it. No, we can do it with <laughs> the right personnel. This
1: is this and is I think completely Next week or next time we record the, the Grinch, Brett Ernst, and fucking America's hype man. Like, like we can do it. And I'm just like, no, I, I want to fucking flip this table over right listening.
0: now. <laughs> I, I hope Maybe I'm not articulating. No, 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 you correctly. are. I'm you are, you thinking.
1: are. No, no, you are. Keith is, is, is telling there's you. A de- there's yeah. a
0: common denominator for the past 29 years. Yes, and, of course. And and, and again, yeah, we, we also, but if you do remember, we weren't able to stop Aaron Rodgers that game. Who's to say he wasn't going to march down the fucking field and no, score? But that's you, not the
2: point, bro. I we mean, haven't,
0: we've never had a defense but, but, with Tony Romo. We had what? Yeah, we what well, That year the defense wasn't bad. But, yeah. Statistically. I'm saying is that we, we've never had a team. No, it's always. I get it. But right my here, point. We're lacking here.
2: But my point my point is is that yeah you're but you're bringing up the reasons why we why we lost the game and you're saying it's because of the the leader and it's because of Jerry Jones. That's not Jerry Jones is no, not I, the reason why we lost the divisional playoffs why,
0: why we're not getting we're not getting past this 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 point but
2: that's getting past it though what I'm trying to say is well you're telling everyone well you're telling everyone out there what it sounds like to me is that there's no chance anything happens. Because Jerry Jones is the only.
0: We have a chance. I mean, just like we have a better chance than twenty-seven teams. I'm just saying. We why we're stuck. And, yeah. And and I'm I'm assessing it this way. This is all I'm assessing it. Is we've always had talent. We've always had quality teams. It just seems like this. Would we all? Are we all in agreement that uh, that the reason why we lost to the Green Bay Packers. Was probably because of the game plan, and and the fact that that every even our defense looked fucking confused on the part field. of
1: it. Yeah, most of it. Yeah,
0: right. It was all the defense. Defense.
1: The defense. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Right. I don't think. And and to me, I think it came. I think this was a coaching fault more than a player fault.
1: You could yes, say that, and you I know really what? And, and and guess what? Could, and and Brett. That, yeah. And Brett, with that, with that, they let the problem who could have been the problem, who can't scheme up a defense when it comes to this game, go. He's gone. So now you you fix it. You fix it with Mike Zimmer?
0: And look what happened when we played the Niners. I mean, we got blown the fuck out. We beat up on good teams, a little above average teams, but when it came to the elites, and by the way, Philadelphia wasn't what we thought they were, right? I mean, go ahead, bro.
2: No, I'm going to say, though, bringing the, your question about why we lost, I would say it was on our defense. And even if it was the scheme, we were still going to lose. Because the, the Packers knew, and Jordan Love came right out. Jordan and said Love, yeah, that
1: interview was nuts. He
2: just came out and said, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but we knew you had defensive backs at linebacker. So that was their plan. Whether they were going to score 48 fucking points or 35 points, they still were going to score on us. At will. It would have been closer, <laughs> maybe a closer game, maybe Dak could have pulled it off in the end. But regardless, it was on them. And and I just want to go on record again saying that you know, the last two playoff l- losses before this, I completely blamed Dak Prescott. I blamed him for the divisional playoff loss against the uh the 49ers and I blamed him for the wild card loss at home against the 49ers. You
0: played like so, shit. I'm
2: um, I'm I was against Dak Prescott in the beginning of the season. I didn't think he was the guy. I thought we were wasting our time. And I've completely done – is it a 180 or 360? It's a 180. 180. <laughs> I've done a 180. And I'm telling you right now, and what I like about him too is I think he is the one guy. And I brought up Joe Burr earlier is he, no one gets shit on more than the Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Correct. Okay, I've heard people say, oh, it's because he's a black quarterback, shit like that. No, it's called being the Dallas Cowboys fucking quarterback. Tony, no one got more abuse than fucking Tony Romo did. Okay. Agreed. Now with me, with Dak Prescott, what I love about it is you have, after that 49er game, when you had, uh, uh, uh old players, players that, that have professional commentating jobs, jobs, calling him ass saying he sucks saying he's this, all that kind of stuff, the way he bounced back this season and the way he shut everyone the fuck up, even the way after he threw that pick six against the Packers, when he threw that pick 6 against the Packers, it was 27 nothing. But like I said, he rattled off 24 points after that. That's that's a different Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 for him now. And I'm even willing to say I didn't have him in the top 10 quarterbacks in the beginning of the season last year.
1: Now he's top 5.
2: He's top 5. He might be he's close to top 5 if he's not top 5. I so agree. i meant I'm I'm happy he's our quarterback and that's why I want a McCarthy back everyone is because as Brett said, bringing up Norv Turner with Troy Aikman and it's a very good point that he brought up where, you know, sometimes uh, people that take over an offense will see what the weakness is and what the strengths are and say, all right, we just won't do that anymore. This is what we're going to do for you. And I think that's what Mike McCarthy did with Dak, and I like that duo right now. So I'm I'm all for our offense going into the next season. It's the defense that I'm still scared of. And that's, yeah. you know.
1: There's- isn't
0: it crazy, though, how how we started and how dominant we were? But we, we I know I talked to Keith you know more than you starchy but he it still seemed paper thin and that's why when i know you guys made fun of me uh i know it was all joking but by week six and seven like i said i don't know who the fuck we are Th- this is why i didn't know who we are but it, it, came, it, it, it became it became know
1: it became pretty clear it, though it it became pretty clear towards the end of the year who the fuck we were like we're a, we're air so raid we
0: were who showed up against fucking Green Bay. No, no, That's no, no. no. What won. I'm saying, like,
1: no, your your identity crisis was the like.
0: His point was, wait, wait, really quick. Let me finish it, Serge. The Chiefs. Everybody's saying they're playing bad, and um, you know, are they this? They who they are is the one holding the trophy when they got to the playoffs. That's who you know who you are. And and you know, it's fun. In the beginning of the season, we take it week by week. But everything leads up to who and how we're getting in the playoffs and how we're going to play in the playoffs and are you going to hoist the trophy and get the championship? That's all that fucking matters. So when you're watching a team, even the second week of the season, third week of the season, all of it is predicting and seeing what it's going to be like when we hit December Mm. and then January if we're lucky, right? Right. And we don't, I still don't know who the fuck we are as a team. I don't like even Keith, you know what my brother did? when 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 we drafted Emmett Smith and then when Emmett rushed for I forgot that that first game Audrey, 23 he
2: yards he rushed for 100 yards against Tampa Bay and I framed it
0: he framed it and and said and he he was like dude this is this is the the next he's like fucking nine this is the <laughs> next fucking but he was right because you you can see it and then the years that leading up to that first super bowl cuz now i'm in my 20s I knew that that team was going to be great. I don't know what the fuck we have now. It just seems like a bunch of like really expensive uh, silverware in, in a serving set. That's not complete. You know know what I mean? Like, wow, you know, this fork is worth $50 million. Or this is a genuine Italian silver fork. You don't have any dinner to eat it
1: with. it's just there. And you're eating on a paper plate.
0: That's the worst and best analogy I've ever made at the
1: same Never. time oh my god anyway i'm
0: saying okay, you got this beautiful dishware set, <laughs> but there's all the pieces it's just there they're, they're, it's incomplete i don't know what the fuck it's even a part of where does this go does that make sense
1: yes it makes sense anyway it's like
0: when you go to pier one imports and restoration <laughs> you trying to buy a, a duvet for your comforter
1: right no that's it that's the that's the 23 season in a nutshell we, we are an incomplete fucking china set
2: <laughs> That's do, you, a, <laughs> do you have anything, starch are you done or no are we done I,
1: I mean i had no i listen there was a lot more we can get to no, it as the offseason goes before
2: you leave let's do our uh we got to do it real fast though off the top of our heads what was your favorite game this season
1: my favorite game this season was can i have a one and a one a Sure. All right. One, being with my brother, opening night, beating the shit out of the Giants, and then number two, being with Brett and beating the shit out of the Patriots. I mean, those games are, I, we were there for them. I mean, being there in person and watching that all go down, it's like we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. You know, like these are the these are, it's yeah, little Starch was little are heart. Why? Why? Why are you picking them to lose the Buffalo? Why? <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a great team. Have you been watching the football? Have you been watching?
1: Anyway, those are my two fucking favorite games. Go ahead, bro, uh, Keith. Go ahead, Jerkoff.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I, I'd like to. I did. Uh, I. Uh, we. It's so weird because I looked, and we have we had five one scoring games. Every other game was a blowout, whether we won or lost. Mm. Five one scoring games, In those games we were three and two.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Um, we beat Seattle. Uh, We beat um, Detroit, the uh, the Chargers, which is the one I was at. And what was the other one? Detroit. Oh, in Detroit. There you go. So those three right there. So I have to go with the Chargers myself because it was my daughter's first game. I took her to the stadium. We just got off an ass kicking by the Niners. And uh, anyway, so I go I go with the Charger game as my favorite game.
1: Brett.
0: Uh, I'm going to do a one a one. The Seattle game. I mean, I'm just speaking as like watching the team play.
2: Yeah, no. I
0: was on stage. We were down. I, I got off right, right when you know, like the second quarter. Watched the game. I thought we that was one of my favorite games. And of course, when we beat beat the Eagles, the second you know the second time we played them, obviously because we lost the first time. Wow, utter disrespect
1: um, uh, to being game for little yeah. with, with little. So, all right, now
2: do <laughs> all right. So do MVP bro. Who's your MVP of this season? You go first. Off, sh- I mean, off the top of your head,
0: Aubrey Maddock was phenomenal, but. um God, I gotta go, Dak, man.
1: Can we do MVPs? Okay, uh, can we I do MVP Dak without Dak? Excuse me. Can we do an MVP no, pick without Dak? No. No, oh, because I mean, I feel like everybody's gonna say Dak.
2: Well, no, because I mean, it's one of those things. He deserves. I mean, considering the shit he got in the beginning of the season, at least from me and from a lot of other the fan base. I mean, it's nice to hear him getting the MVP of our team. So yeah, why don't you do a one A and a one B? So one is uh, Prescott for you, bro, and then do another
0: one i mean i'm going aubrey matic I, I i liked uh it's not a bad one you know the story came yeah. in i mean the kid was phenomenal until he missed the last, <laughs> the last
1: if that game. didn't if that didn't express what the season was gonna be like at the end of it like oh man we were so perfect this is great and then he misses the field goal. like wow this whole and thing's gonna come crashing I mean,
0: down sorry, too. And, and you gotta go bland as well i mean
1: all right him, now you're taking everybody
2: well let's start to go now what do you got
1: well, it, for me it's easy. Dak Prescott is the MVP of this team because he that's what he is. He's the most valuable. You take him away, and this team might not function the way it functioned this season. And um, you know, he just mentioned Bland. I was gonna say bland, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I got this feeling. All right, a little starch is a little starching right now. I'm gonna put one A. got
0: a feeling. I
1: got a feeling Ooh-hoo. that that a lot of people are talking about obviously the 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 hype and the and the hoopla that is. Travis Kelsey is one of the better tight ends in football. Jake Ferguson is going to be a fucking problem. He's going yeah. to be a problem. He's going to get better. The camaraderie with Dak is going to get tighter. I'm telling you right now, Jake Ferguson is the kind of guy that will line up and run through a wall for Dak Prescott. I'm giving Jake Ferguson my one A.
2: All right. See, that that's so funny because the three I thought about was Dak obviously – Aubrey Matic, and Jake Ferguson. Those are the fucking three. I don't have one defensive player on my mind. Sorry, guys.
1: Not even De'Ron Bland? I
2: can't. I can't. I can't. Not I even. L- b- I think what Bland did was fantastic, but after seeing how we lost and the, and the reasons we lost and going back and thinking about it, all I have is a bad taste in my mouth when I think about them. Agreed. Especially since it was the opposite for me, thinking they were going to be all-world in the beginning of the season, and they were all shit, pretty much. Sorry. So um, And then – but I go uh yeah, so I have to I have to go with I go I take Brett's except I might put Aubrey Maddox at number one.
1: <laughs> I mean when's the last I time we had a did. fucking kicker like this? Like it's Bro, been a while. I mean, Dan Bailey. We
2: saved us in a lot of games, believe it or not. Those 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 scoring games I'm talking about, he doesn't make those those low scoring games. He doesn't make any of those field goals. We lose those three games. I agree. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna give it to Aubrey. I like
1: and it. Then, okay,
0: obviously, I, butter, is butter
1: is what they're calling him. <laughs> smooth as butter. Can
0: I uh, start a new category? Sure. Our, uh, Bill Bates award. Like who, who, who's the player that gave the most, like you watched it had the most heart or like, you know, not necessarily could be special teams guy could be, uh, you know, anybody like I got someone Kenny
1: Gantt award. All
0: right. The uh, Bill
1: Bates, Kenny Gantt award on the Jersey boys podcast. All right. Who's that go to Brett for you?
0: Uh, I I was gonna say Ferguson or um, m- maybe Hendershot. Uh, you know, He
1: was hurt a lot, so probably not Hendershot.
0: Shoemaker. Shoemaker. No, 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 no,
1: no. <laughs> All right, so so no, you're I going.
0: Jake Ferguson. Ferguson, Jake Ferguson. gets Ferguson your Bill gets. Bates
1: Award. Okay. Gets yeah, my Keith? Bill
0: Bates Award. I mean, he played tough. He came up big. Uh, I go. You know. Yeah, I go Jordan right. Lewis. It's a good one. Like Jordan, Jordan
1: Lewis, Lewis is a free up. agent. We'll talk about free agents on the next time we record take, take, because taking
2: up the run and coming up, making hits and being there for pass plays. I mean, I'm just thinking Bill Bates. So, you know, he did. Jordan Lewis played. I thought. I mean, played it
0: doesn't necessarily have to be that style of player. It's just that that underdog guy that you just fucking, you know, gave he, you that. Yeah, get you amped up. No,
2: I get you, and I don't know what because Jordan Lewis was drafted. Bill Bates wasn't. I don't know. That's a good one. Though. I'm gonna you know, it's,
0: I- again it, the player that gets you amped up. Right. right. By yeah. The little things.
1: I'm going to – it's hard because, I mean, obviously Ferguson fits that bill too, but he's one of my MVPs. So I'm going to say I like J. Ron Curse. J. J. Ron Curse, every time he's on the field, he's popping somebody. He's making a play. You know, like he's always out there. He's a a reliable source, I would say. Um, I was going to actually say Demarcus Lawrence before the playoffs because that dude was in the backfield all the time for running game.
2: I got one, dude. The fucking, uh, what's his name? Is it, who's, is it Batty? At? Who's the one that was running down and recovering fumbles on the offensive line with us? Like, remember that one where he ran down the, he he did it. Two oh, two oh, B- wasn't yeah, that Biotish? Yeah, that motherfucker right there, bro. Yeah, that that's another one.
1: I'm pretty she sure Sean ready. McEwen did one of those too. Good friend of the show.
2: Possibly, possibly, <laughs> but, but I remember when Pollard was running or something, someone stripped him, and he was down the field thirty uh, yards. Yeah, po-
1: Pollard. Let's let's pour one out for Pollard because Pollard's yeah. probably walking out of here too. So anyway, he we'll get... put
2: Emmitt Smith in his top five. What the yeah, what a fucking
1: you? ugh, horrible. Uh, There's a lot of guys discuss guy. in the running back department. We'll get into that next time we sit down and record, yeah. but. This has been a good one. We wrapped up the season, put a bow on it, gave some MVPs out, talked a little uh, Mike Zimmer, talked a little leadership at the top. Hopefully Jerry Jones steps down, you know, shit like that. Little little and, tiny things like that.
0: And my Tom Landry award goes <laughs> to Al Harris.
1: Yes. Hey, listen, with that, Coach, Coach wise, Harris, I mean, bro. Guy, I love
0: that guy, and he's representing South Florida,
1: dog. Yeah, love, love me some Al Harris. I actually politic for him to be the defensive coordinator if they didn't go big name. I listen. Do I don't? Do I think he could have ran a defense? I have no fucking idea. But I'm thinking he played. He had those boys flying around, and he was one of those guys that even if they gave up a shit play, he had them mentally ready for the next prep. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't. Yeah. There was nobody with their fucking heads down in the secondary. Like oh shucks, we we're never gonna. You know he got him going. So shout out to the Dallas Cowboys, breaking our hearts again in 2023, 2024. But hopefully we get back to this. We'll talk about some free agents, some draft stuff. We'll, we'll cover that. When we cover that for Dave Sturgeon. Wait,
0: wait, wait. I'm sorry. What about Keith's mom award? Oh, Who well, that's
1: that's easily probably Tyler, Hankins, Tyler, right? Tyler Smith. I want to say Tyler Smith. No, it
0: was Hankins when he came back.
1: That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <Did>
0: you see, <laughs> you see so shape? Sloppy and fat shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for Dave Sturgeon, Brett and Keith Ertz, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. Be sure to like the video, do all that fun shit you're supposed to do with uh, the old videos. And we'll see you guys next time. Hey. This is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo
0: and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys?